Do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? Of course you know what time it is. This is New York Giants Straight Talk with Tim. Uh, I got a little bit to talk about today. Plus, we have a special guest on the mic today with the big L, Gigante, coming on the mic uh, to talk about his 10 minutes. Of course, we want to talk about Daniel Jones. We want to talk about Saquon Barkley. We want to talk about the contract. We want to talk about Brian Dable. We want to talk about... Joe Shane. Of course, as we see now, I'm going to pull up the I'm going to pull up the contract details as we have them. But Saquon, uh, excuse me, Daniel Jones, of course, has signed with the New York Football Giants. Um, the numbers coming in, uh, according to Ian Rappaport, right now, we're going to get more. We're going to get more fully into details. Four years, one sixty. 35 more in incentives, which could bring it up to 195 million, 82 million. Over the first two years, ninety-four million virtually guaranteed at signing. First year cap number around nineteen million. So I think that's going to be more closer to twenty. Yowza! I mean, really, this this is a contract that you give a guy who's had multitudes of seasons of success. This is not a contract you give a guy who had an average season over fifteen, sixteen weeks. Three and people are going to say, "Well, you know, he throws 700 yards rushing." Okay, so you combine his yards rushing, combine his yards, yards passing. That's three thousand two hundred yards plus twenty-two touchdowns, nine and seven and one, three five and one in the last nine games. This is not a contract you give to a guy that does that. You're not. This is not the kind of contract you give to a guy that is coming off a of one average season. It's just not. And what we're Joe Shane and Brian Dable are now. In the crosshairs. They are now strictly on the hot seat. This is it for them. They fail. They're not going to get a second chance. They fail. They're not going to get a chance to draft a quarterback. They are saying they are hooking their cart up to Daniel Jones. They are riding with Daniel Jones. They are riding the Daniel Jones train. That's what they're saying. So they better be right. Because in the interim, you took Saquon Barkley and you tagged him at 10.1%. And Saquon Barkley, if we want to be 100% honest, because a lot of fans don't like to be honest, but we want to be 100% honest, was the catalyst for this team, was the engine for this team, was the straw of, that stirred the drink for this team. Everyone wants to talk about the standing innovation 80,000 people gave to Daniel Jones that last game against the Colts, the four-win Colts. Then he beat probably one of the worst playoffs teams I have seen in years defensively in the Minnesota Vikings. We don't want to talk about what happened during the rest of the season. We don't want to talk about the fact that there was times that we that people wanted to get rid of Kafka and have Dable do the play calling. We don't want to talk about the 14 completions behind the line of scrimmage. We don't we don't want to talk about all those things. We just want to talk about the and I said this before, and I'm gonna say it to every Daniel Jones fan. I always say it all the time. If we only won six games and missed the playoffs. Are we even having this conversation about Daniel Jones being back? Are we even ha are we even in this conversation? No, because winning cures all ills. But when you go six and one and then you go three, five and one, that is a huge disparaging. That's a huge disparity. It really is. I gotta say one thing. I gotta say one thing. I usually don't bring up things, but we did a live stream the other day. Yesterday. Or the other day, I don't remember what day it is. And you know, 
we I don't like doing live streams. I don't like doing live streams anymore, but I wanted to do it because of the fact that we were wait, all waiting for the Dan Jones contract. We had a great discussion, and it's always one idiot that ruins it. So to the moron that comes on and decides he wants to repeatedly say the N-word, you're an idiot. Grow up. Get a life. Get out of your mom's basement because you are what's wrong with the giant fan. You are what's wrong with giant nation. This, this is what you, you are what's wrong with the world because you're an effing idiot. Just throw, just throw, just had to throw that out there. So we went from having the third most cap space in the league to now having about 20 something million. Because even if Daniel Jones' number at 19, you still have, you also have Saquon's Barclay's number at 10. You have the rookie allotment, which is 10.8, but the with the rule of 51, it's only 3.3 off the top. So you have to worry about that as well. So you're probably going to come in, even with saving, even with the uh, Kenny G saving a 6.7, you're probably going to come in only around 20 something, 22, 23 million in cap space. So we've went from having the most amount of cap space to, to pretty much being average. And everyone wants to talk about the first year only being around 19 million. But listen to these numbers again. Four years, 160, 35 born incentives, which will bring out the deal to 195, 82 over the first two, 94 million guaranteed at signing. What has he done? Lord, please point this out. I've been watching this team where my first quarterback was Craig Morton. What has he done? What has he done in this league to be paid now? I believe he has paid the seventh. High, he is now the seventh highest quarterback in this league, paid in this league. What has he done? What has he done to deserve it? I'm hoping Big L, when he comes on later, will discuss this with me and explain to me what he has done. Everyone talks about Derek. Well, Derek Carr got this amount. Derek Carr in his nine-year career threw for over 4,000 yards six times four Pro Bowls, has never thrown less than 20 touchdowns. He had a bad year last year. People will point to his 0-2 playoff record. But what was Peyton Manning's playoff record before that magical run with the Colts? I forget. I forget. The, the playoff is a different beast. But what has he done to deserve this? I mean, seriously, I'm being 100% honest. What has he done? I'm going to tell you this. He is on the hot seat. Shane is on the hot seat. Dable is on the hot seat. If this fails and this blows up, the Mara and the Tish are probably going to be at odds again, and no one's going to sit there and say, hey, Joe Shane, why don't you go pick a quarterback now? Because you're not, because you picked your quarterback, and you're saying Daniel Jones is your guy. Brian Dable's saying he's going to win with Daniel Jones. Okay, I want to see it. And I'm going to say this, and I said this before in the live stream. I'm a season ticket holder. I'm on the field. I'm going to ride Daniel Jones's ass like Zorro. Because you know what? You're getting paid like you're Patrick Mahomes. You're getting paid like you're Josh Allen. You're getting paid like you're Aaron Rodgers. I want to see it. I want 4,800 yards, 30 touchdowns, another 700 yards rushing, another eight, another eight, eight touchdowns rushing. I want at least 5,000 yards total offense and at least 35, 40 touchdowns. There's no more excuses. And if we sit there and we can't go out into free agency and fix the interior of the line or draft 
or excuse me, or bring in wide receivers or a more competent tight end. And, and we sit there and we say to ourselves, well, you know, he doesn't have weapons. No, 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 no. Quarterbacks that are seventh highest paid in the league and make $40 million a year on average should make players around him better. So let's see it. Shane and Dable took all the chips that they accumulated from the 9-7-1 season, playoff win season, and have now put them all on the Daniel Jones table and have pushed it all in the middle of the table. They've pushed it all in. They're all in. And I hope to God they're right. I'll still be there. And I hate when people say, well, what do you care? It's not your money. I'm a season ticket holder. It is my money. It is my PSL. It is my it is the, the price for my tickets. It is my parking. It is the beers and the food and everything else I do with my family there. It is my money. So let's see what he does. But don't don't piss down my leg and tell me it's raining. Four years, 160, 35 in incentives, total of 190, 82 over the first two, 82 over the first two years, 94 virtually guaranteed. That number in year two is going to be astronomical. And people are like, well, we have all this cap space and the cap keeps going up. You don't know how much the cap's going up. You don't know how much cap space you're going to have. And I love when people say, well, in three years, uh, the 40 million is going to look like nothing. If he reverts to what he was in year two and three, that 40 million is going to look like an anchor. 100%. And I hope he does well. I hope he succeeds because then the Giants succeeds. But you know what? What did he do to earn it? That's the problem. You are paying. And I've said this during during the live stream. It reminds me of George Steinbrenner with the Yankees back in the 80s. They would make the playoffs, the Yankees. Let's say they had a guy that hit 225 during the season and then turn around and the next year, I should rephrase. Let's say the year before he hit 225, the next year he hits 270 and has a wonderful postseason. Steinbrenner used to turn around and sign that guy to a multi-year, multi-million dollar contract. And normally he reverted to what he was the other seasons. Leonard Williams. King of the almost sack. Had his big year. Got his contract. And honestly, has he been worth the Aaron Donald type money? No. Because he was what he was the first five years of his deal. First first five years in the league. that He was what he was. Daniel Jones is going into year five. Daniel Jones is going to be 26 years old. We could potentially have a decade with Daniel Jones and not see success. But we're going to give him four years, 160, 35 in incentives, 82 over the first year. First two years, 94 guaranteed. Hopefully Big Al can come on the mic and talk us off the ledge. Because you know what? He just need he just needs to do that. So you know what? Let's go on the mic with the Big Al. All right, everyone. It's time for that fun segment. On the mic, we have Big Al coming in, dropping some knowledge. Gonna 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 talk us down, hopefully off the Daniel Jones ledge. This is Tim. This is on the mic with the big L. Mr. L, what's going on? How We're are good. You? Um, yeah, I think that- We're good. We're good. We're good. I don't know if I I don't know if I I don't know if I believe that, but okay. I think that we're going to make the best attempt to to 
to walk you down the 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 ledge to take you all right talk to me take me off the ledge because you know what's going to happen right now you are on the mic in three two one these 10 minutes are yours. all right so we got we got word that he signed a four-year 160 million dollar contract that was the uh, that's what i read from the new york post and then 94 million dollars are guaranteed in that yes 80, 80 82 over the first it's a uh, one four years 160 35 million in incentives 82 over the first two year years 94 million virtually guaranteed at signing first cap year number between 18 and a half yeah and they said and it's really 18.5 million the first year that will count towards the cap so there is virtually about 24 million that will be left over in cap space should right now should they start cutting or restructuring like a leonard williams or uh anyone else that they decide to restructure and or cut we'll see what that entails but as of right now i think it's 24 million which probably gives you uh with with the kenny with the kenny g 6.8 um and not counting the three and a half for the rookie class with the rule of 51 of course we'll then go up to 10.8 after the rule of 51 you're looking at about 24 million with the kenny g uh, with that would be with Saquon Barkley's tag and the Kenny G uh, re- uh, Kenny G right, release. release, correct? So you so you're saying right now we with all that twenty four million are still left over for him to maneuver and spend on free agents. Tech, technically twenty one if you take away the three and a half of the rookies. Right, but do all right. The question is: Is Leonard Williams going to be paying? playing on that $32 million price for this year, which I don't think he will. So they're probably going to have to extend him and therefore restructure that money and kick, kick the can down the road, so to speak, which that will lower his cap number and then free up a little bit more space. What that will, how much of that will be freed up? I don't know. We don't know yet, but I'm, I'm sure there's a little bit more wiggle room there because I don't believe that Leonard Williams will be playing pay, or playing on that $32 million cap hit. Um, so I think that... Only, only, only question about that is they also have that uh, the dead cap number for Leonard in 2024, that $5 million that they've already kicked the can down the road on. Right, but I think he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to give. Right, it's it's either that or you don't sign whoever it is that you're looking for, whether it be Edmonds, right, that middle linebacker that he could potentially be looking after, a tight end, which could also be a target, um, a uh, a guard that could also be come into play from you know that he that we really need. So to me, it's where do you want to put your money? Because at the end of the day, you still need a line. I, uh, I'm very skeptical about him building a line. I haven't seen him yet hit it off of the park when it comes to looking at linemen. I'm still very skeptical about the draft picks that he was able, he drafted this year. None of them were able to stay healthy. I know that that's not mostly on him. That's, you know, you can't really 
see how people's health is going to evolve. But nevertheless, I did not like the uh, Glowinski uh, signing. Uh, Glowinski looked horrible the last four or five games in, to end the season. So I still need to see how he builds the line. We still need to see how Evan Neal evolves. Uh, I hope. I hope to, to God that he stays in the uh, as a right tackle. We want to see that getting better because, again, Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones. But if you don't build a line in front of him, he is going to be Danny fumbles, Danny checkdowns, Danny whatever because he's not going to have the time to throw just like he did not. And he had some of it this year, but he's going to need to 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 have it even better to because. The other thing is our schedule is going to get worse, harder, and we're going to have to understand how are we going to be a better team now. We just brought back the two, uh, Daniel Jones, that's it, and then we got to work on getting Barkley back. And he's he's already tagged, but what else is, is he going to add to make this, this team better? Um, so that, to me, is what remains to be seen. Can he put this team, now that he has money and now that he doesn't need to shop in the bargain in the flea market, he can actually go to the department store and get himself some nice, you know, uh, suits or whatever, or, or whatever it may have. Can he do that, but still be, you know, very conscious of what he's spending on? And can he really trust and gauge the talent that he is assessing to bring these people in? That will be impact players because, again, we still need a center or an uh, and and an, and an old lineman to really harness this. And then you don't you still don't have D tackles. You still don't have a middle linebacker, and you're probably going to be looking to draft a cornerback. I think that's probably what he's going to be able to do. And then what are you going to do with your tight ends and your wide receivers? It's still a big big question. Uh, I think strong thing. say what. Strong safety, unless you bring back Julian Love, which I don't think that he's going to, because Julian Love is going to demand like eight, eight to nine million dollars, which they probably say, mm -hmm. yeah, no thanks, Julian, we we just can't afford you. And so, to me, to me, so we're still shopping at the bargain we're, stores. We're, we're, well, you're going to have to. Some of them, you you're going to have to, or you're going to have to address in the draft. Right, like uh, a a safety. I think P Pinnock is is an okay. If you give Pinnock a little bit more time to develop, I think he can probably get a lot of the production that Julian Love had. He was not a bad. Uh, he was a hard hitting safety. He can cover a little bit. He just probably doesn't have the same instincts as a Love does. But I think you can get away with it if you're able to get a better corner. Um that can go outside with uh, with Jackson. So I think you, to me, I, I, if I'm the Giants and I'm Joe Shane, I'm addressing corner or middle linebacker in the draft as my number one pick. Um, so that, that's, that's how I see it. And I think we, we could have the room to go after, like I said, either addressing a, a wide out or, um, or getting some line, some line help to to get this team to. I mean, I think we're still we're still ways away of competing with the Eagles. But again, we don't know we don't know what the Eagles are going to do because they have eleven impending free agents. 
So the Eagles are not going to be the same team that they were last year. Um, I think we have 20. <laughs> yeah, but uh, they, they had 11 starters that are uh, pending free agents. Yes, yes. We have 11 starters. Yes. We don't. Yes, 100%. We only had like two or three, right, uh, free agents that were starters. Um, so I think to talk you down to the ledge, we cannot we cannot abort the Shane and Dable plan a year into this plan from what happened, what we saw last year, because then we're not really truly fans and we're not giving them the benefit of the doubt. If you gave him the benefit of the doubt a year ago with which what everybody and their mother said, we're only winning five to six games, we cannot now say, oh, we just, you know, he just gave Jones too much money. I guess you can question all you want, but you can't just say, you can't turn it around in a year and just say they don't know what they're doing just because of the fact that they signed this one player. You can question. I have a, I have a question for you because I usually don't like interrupting people in their 10 minutes. So I have a question for you, though. And, and I'm not saying jump off the Shane and Dable train. I, I, am saying, I am saying this, and this is my question. You Actually, twofold of questions. Giants started out 6-1. and one. Finished three five and one. Giants could easily have only won six games. If the Giants only won six games last year and didn't make the playoff, and Daniel Jones had the same statistics, are we having the conversation that he is a hundred and ninety five million dollar man, seventh paid highest quarterback now with an average of forty million dollars a year? Are we even having this conversation? Yeah. So, but but the numbers are exactly the same. Uh. They're not any different. I think I. So how, so how can winning three extra games all of a sudden have him move into a hundred and ninety-five million dollar bracket and be the seventh highest paid quarterback? As a seventh highest paid quarterback, you better be the uh, top five QB. So how is how is that how is winning three additional games worth one hundred ninety-five million? Um. I mean, again, I can't justify what what they're. I, I'm not. We're not in those rooms. The only thing that I can say towards that is that there was an ascension of his play in the last, would say, from the first Minnesota game, and you could even say a little bit about the 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 second Washington game. The ascension of of his play started to definitely increase. From December 24th, which was that Christmas Eve game, and then started to ascend into the playoff game in Minnesota. But he, but he played Minnesota in the Colts. Right. The four-win four team and one of the worst. He at the didn't do anything defense. about that, right, because that was the schedule. He played Minnesota, and he played the no, I I understand it, but what happens when he went up to Philadelphia and played a real team? No, it it did not bode well for him. No one, a hundred ninety five million dollar quarterback should make the players around him better. Yeah, I I agree with that, but I think the whole team poo pooed that too. That was just it was not just on him, right? But he's the quarterback. If he's James quarterback. catches he's that ball, he's scoring that touchdown because it did hit him in his hands. 
And then we only lose. Yes, but then we only lose by twenty eight. But again, was the, was the, was that really on Daniel Jones though? Let's be honest. If we're really, hey, listen, the quarterback gets all the credit, and the quarterback gets all the blame. But the problem is, you got to right. take both. And I don't think I don't think you, you, you can't you can't do, you can't do I don't think that was all on him. But again, it it needs to be a better product on the field everywhere, because like that 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 game was over. As soon as the coin flip was done, it was no one. So the big the big question is this: If Daniel Jones comes out and the Giants don't make the playoffs, and he has almost identical stats that he had in two thousand, that will be a massive failure. That, that is a massive, but that, but it's the same stats. We are paying him off of what he did in twenty twenty two, and this is what I think a lot of people are, I'm getting confused on. Because, and everyone gives me the same answer. No, I wouldn't have signed him. But wait, it's the exact same player. It's the exact same stats. Nothing has changed outside of three additional wins or potentially this year, three but, less wins but or two less wins. To but your point though, guy. look at look at the, then why did Carr, if Carr had the season that he had last year versus the season that he had the year before, he would have gotten paid more. Look at Carr's um, playoff season when he took. But Carr, but Carr got paid off a career, off of nine years in the league, six seasons of four thousand yards or more, four Pro Bowls, and never throwing under twenty touchdowns in his entire career in a season. He got paid off a career. Yeah, but, he didn't really get. He would have gotten bank if he would have had. But a the year, year before, but it cost him though money because he had a down year. Plus he had. Adams that they said he couldn't work with, you know, why, why couldn't he throw to Waller? He had all this talent around him and it didn't play to his advantage. And then he got penalized for it. Right. Pretty much. Because he didn't get paid yes, he did. the way. He, oh. Well, he got, 30, he got, uh, I mean, he got paid, million. but I'm pretty sure he wanted, he wanted the, you know, the, the, the 40 plus. I'd, I'd be happy with 30. I'd be happy too. But, Again, I think it's the same type of thing. He got peanut. It's whatever you showed in your last year. And, and like, again, it's like Aaron Judge for the Yankees. Aaron Judge is never hitting 62 homers in a year ever again, but he got paid. And I think that's the anomaly. And I think what you're hoping on, and that's what Shane and the Dable are hoping on, that he can build on this 15, uh, you know, touchdown throws and whatever, seven rushing touchdowns that he can take it to the next level. Will he? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> um, as a Giant fan, I'm still a Giant fan. I'm not a, I, I, not that I hate Daniel Jones, but I'm still rooting for the team. But I, I can't say convincingly that he's going to take that next step forward. And, and are we going to be back here in year yeah, the same time this year saying, yeah, we we poo pooed this. I, I don't know. We don't know that yet. Let's let let's give them the benefit of the doubt because I'm very interested to know why didn't this regime say, I didn't draft this guy. I could care less about this guy. Is not my guy. They could have just said that. Why do you believe in this guy so much? And you now believe in him because obviously you gave him the guaranteed money. What is it about this guy that you're seeing that we're not seeing? And I guess you must know that he's going to take this next step this year and the following year, 
that you have vested so much money and resources into this kid that you believe that this is going to, you know, take us to, you know, the promised land, which is winning the Super Bowl. Because that, to me, he got paid. He got paid like he is a top 10 quarterback. He's actually the seventh highest paid quarterback in the league right now. <laughs> so, so he's in that Aaron Rodgers, that 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 Patrick Mahomes, that Josh Allen level now. I mean, so My question, uh, you know, though. you're actually all right, we've gone we've gone over our My ten question, minutes here. We have we have we have. My question to ahead. you is: Do you still believe in the Shane and the Dable and the plan that they have forward? No. And not? No. What? I don't believe in the Shane right now. No. Dable, if, the, if, if Dable truly got this, this best, if this is what the best of Daniel Jones is and this is what Dable got out of him, that, that's pretty sad. And I can't go, I can't run with Shable when, I mean, excuse me, with, when Shane was sitting there and saying that he's protecting the cap space, he's going to build from the draft, he's going to build within, he's going to do all the right things. And then he goes out and spends $195 million on Daniel Jones after one good season. I said it in the video just today. It reminds me of the Yankees of the 80s that they would have a player that would hit 225 in the regular season, hit 280 in the playoffs, have a great playoffs, and Steinbrenner would give him millions of dollars, and next year he reverted being back to what he was. Long, and like I said, with Derek Carr, Derek Carr got paid for his career. Derek Carr got paid for the last nine years. He didn't get paid for one season that no fan can say to me, if we only won six games, Daniel Jones would be back. No, everyone I've asked that question have all said the same thing. No, he would not be back. So that that and when you hear everyone else in the league say the Giants are competing against themselves, I don't know. I I'm a little. I his Shane's free agents didn't work out. Evan Neal has not worked out. Kayvon Thibodeau has only turned the corner a little bit the last couple weeks. Bellinger was okay. Is he reminds me of a Ballard yep. or a Boss, Wanda Robinson? I I I said during the draft, Wanda Robinson, that he was not going to survive the season if he didn't learn how to protect himself on the field. That he wouldn't even make it through his first games. I said that. So during is this the draft. so the mirage of last season was based on what was based on scheduling off a six off a six start and off. A so schedule. it was not based on anything that Dable and the Shane did. To your, so what is, what was the, what what was the record in the last nine games? Three, five, and one. Yeah. Three, five, and one. Three, five, and one. That Washington game that, that we tied, I was there and I posted the video of Shane running through the tunnel. I was there with you. To get back. Yeah. We get, we posted the video of him running back to the tunnel and, what he, he said, said mother, yes, we are gonna lose the game. We should have won. You were there. So and Brian Dable went into the tank offensively with his quarterback at that game. Did not tell did not tell Daniel Jones, step up, bro. You know, it's time. Put your team on the back, man. He did that way the Texans game, the Bears game. Games that we should have blown teams out. Shane right now, I've said this, I said it in my video, he has taken the currency that he has 
gotten from last year. And he has now pushed all that currency into Daniel Jones and put all of his chips on the table. He better, he better be, right. be right. Because he will be, he'll be fired in two years. Well, it's going to, it's going to reveal itself for sure, because this schedule that we're going to have is going to be much, much harder. And we're going to be, yeah. we're no longer going to be the Cinderella story of last year. You know, we're going to have a target on yeah. our back and everyone is going to know whether we're legit or we're just, we're just, and to be honest with you, we're going to be the 11, five, 2006. And then the, or the 2017 New York Giants, which got three and thirteen McAdoo all over ourselves. So. Yeah. And on that note, we are now going to end the on the mic segment because we went a little big. We went a way big time over. This is Tim. This is the Big L coming in strong on the mic. And you know what, everyone? We're out of here. All right, everyone, that was a pretty good episode. Uh, that was a great episode, I think, with the Big L. We're dropping his knowledge about Daniel Jones and a whole bunch of other stuff. At the end of the day, like I said, you know what? We're going to have to live with this deal. I don't know what, again, I'm going to say it over and over again. I don't know what he's done to deserve it or what he did to earn it. If I was Saquon Barkley, I would not be happy about this. But these three guys, Barkley, let's just rephrase that. Shane, Dable, and Jones are all on the hot seat. They are all on the clock. If this backfires exponentially this is going to be bad not only for the team but for the franchise and the fan base so we have to cross our fingers hope for the best and you know what this is tim this is new york giant straight talk and i'm out of here